Buongiorno, mi chiamo Angus Alto Forte. <laughs> Io mi chiamo Carlos. How do I know more Italian no, from my uh, year yeah. eight at St. Joseph's College in Newtown, Geelong, than you do as a person who lived in the old world? You really surprised me now. Uh, funny enough, I was reading uh, something this morning about um, in Italian, and I did not want to put a translator, and I could understand you everything. You could understand it. But, you um, crumbled in the podcast studio. I know, I know. Sorry for that. No, please, it makes me look great. Um, we are, if you haven't figured, uh, the wine podcast called Got Some. Today we are trying a Italian white wine as we try and find the best bottle of $30 wine in Australia as we head into these summer months as well. So trying more white wines as winter had a bit more reds. So December 16, I know we keep saying it, but that is going to be the day that we do decide uh, which is going to be the best wine in Australia, and then a Christmas special on the 23rd. We're actually going to really do, it's going to be a longer form episode, probably like 20 minutes. We're going to go through champagne, a white, and a red, chosen by a master sommelier. And because I think at Christmas time, you can, you know, we, we spend a little bit more money, we're with family, we're going to increase the budget. We haven't figured out what that is yet. Or how are we going to pay for it? But we will do it. Um, So until then, though, this bottle could still interrupt, be the game changer in our top three. Carlos, what are we drinking today? So we are drinking a Vernaccia di San Gimignano. So that is the, uh, Vernaccia is the great variety. San Gimignano is the the region, in this case, DOCG uh, in Italy. So Chianti, um, not Chianti, my apologies, in Tuscany, where Chianti is from as well, yeah. And the producer is Abazia Monte Oliveto. Interesting. So Which you've never heard of before. That's right. 2021, we have not uh, tasted these wines before. I have tasted Vernaccia di San Gimignano before, but uh, but not this specific producer. So interesting to, to see what they have to offer. But of course, Tuscany known mostly for red wines. It's going to be interesting to see what a white wine from the area does. Italian wines, I mean, typically the uh, white wines are very popular in Piemonte, for example, you know, Cortese with the Gavi di Gavi. In Sicilia, for example, there's some good whites. Um, and across the country, they produce white and red as much, to be honest. But uh, but definitely in uh, Tuscany, Sangiovese is the big grape. Mm-hmm. Burunello di Montalcino, uh, in Chianti, those those regions are very known for the Sangiovese grape. Then here is Vernaccia di San Gimignano, which, funny enough, was the very first DOC back in 1966. And then I think it was nine, early 1992, uh, became a DOCG. So uh, that's an upgrade on the classification in Italian wines. So DOC was the first one though. Um, so think of that like the bottom of the food pyramid, carbohydrates, and then <laughs> DOCG, we're heading up towards uh, the proteins. sweet section. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I thought it was the, well, it's not the sweet beef. section. What's the best um, section? What's the top of the pyramid? No, no, no. DOCG okay, that is, is the highest. Oh, DOCG wow. is the highest, which now is the DOCG, yes. Okay. Interested to try this wine? Well, color-wise, straight from the get-go, I don't—it doesn't show a lot of uh, a lot of uh, very, you know, a lot of interesting stuff. It's a strange appearance from the get-go. A lot of bubbles, which again trapped uh, this um, carbon dioxide or picked a little bit earlier again. Vernaccia yeah. typically, it's it can re- can reveal a little bit of that as well. Okay, uh, it's just not very very seen because those wines don't come. Uh, along very very often like you would see Riesling like you would see a Chardonnay like it's it's not uh, it's, I mean who can pronounce Vernaccia di San Gimignano to start with right so, and who can type it that many times into our captions yeah. <laughs> producer Amelia can that's right it feels like there's a little bit of residue so perhaps not really fine or filtered totally 
but but yeah anyway so that that could be a little bit of that could tell a little bit of the story of the wine as well so no finding of filtration there's feels like there's a little bit of residue definitely a lot of bubble which again trap co2 or, or uh, picked a little earlier and those could be reasons for it should we try it on the nose It's almost a little bit green olive, which which is nothing like we've tried before. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, you want to say that? Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Green olives, wow. Yeah, green olive, almost like a martini green olive. It smells like a martini, a gin. Oh. I think it's a little bit um, hidden, a little bit of ripe yellow apple. I mean, again, you know, a lot of those wines will have very, very similar flavors. If there's no oak in, uh, imparted, if there's no really tertiary aromas from development, they can be a, a little bit similar uh, in style. No uh, no oak aging, uh, stainless steel. If there's oak, is large format, which may add a little bit of uh, secondary aroma, a little bit more ripeness, a little bit more bruised aromas. And then what I get the most, yes, is that briny um, green olive note, which would make sense when you think about the region. There would be um, a lot of olive trees around and uh, very much a Mediterranean climate as well. So yeah, nothing, I don't think there's anything over jumping on the glass at this stage, uh, trying to think of more aromas, but um, really can't pick anything super uh, distinctive here other than the green olive. I have a feeling, just based off the nose or lack mm-hmm. thereof that I'm getting, mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm just gonna call it. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm gonna love this wine. Um, yeah, I mean, look, well, let's have it's, a look. It's, it's, it's cheers. It's very similar to many of the wines we've tried before, other than that savory notes of olive that I, I pick more here than in anything else we've tried. But. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I preferred. Yeah, <laughs> you want to stop here? It's Look, not that bad, but it's not. No, no, it's it's not great. But I, I think it's I think it's Thank interesting God for it's what not it is. Great, because I was sitting there going, if you went colors on, mm, I'm really getting this. Oh, this is fantastic, and I'm sitting there going, this is not. It's, you know what? This will make our top fifty. Top fifty, and we tried what 40, 50. 50, and that's it. No, I don't. I, th- I don't think. I think that's unfair. Um, but um, what to say? It's in the top fifty. On the top fifty is fair, uh, but not being the last one. I think. Yeah, top forty-nine. Okay, so mm. let's let's be professional. Yeah, let's um, go through this because there are people dry. who are trying this. Sweetness, uh, dry. It is a dry wine. Acidity, yeah. medium. Uh, medium plus maybe medium plus uh, there's really? more freshness than there was for example on the peak pool that we've tried uh, I feel like there's a little bit more freshness on the palate the acidity is a little bit more lifted uh, it keeps lingering on the palate as well uh, it's not only the the first impact of acidity on a palate is after you uh, swallow a little bit of the wine it keeps on the front of the mouth it keeps quite fresh um, so acidity is medium plus uh, and is wine I wouldn't say low, I wouldn't say high, like a Riesling, like a Chenin Blanc, but it's, it's there. Body? It's a light body wine. Maybe medium, maybe medium really? body. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. You don't like saying light plus. So you'd uh, say medium yeah. minus. Medium minus, yeah. But you think it's but just I think medium? It's medium. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more than even medium minus. You see, alcohol for me in this wine is more integrated into the wine, is more balanced into the wine. <laughs> Then um, uh, what wine did we try? Uh, the Pig Pool, for example, which felt very warming on the back of the throat. This one feels much more integrated. It's a much more pleasant wine overall. 
what I did like more uh, about the big pool, for example, was uh, the simplicity, but that strong sense of minerality and solidity, which there tells you where you are. While here, uh, it feels everything is more integrated, everything is more balanced, but for me, a little bit less interesting than actually even the big pool, the pinny, for example. A little bit of, again, that green olive on the palate, once again, um, a little bit brine. It does remind me of a martini, uh, not overly complex uh, in this case, no evidence of oak, stainless steel, a little bit of maybe uh, least tearing as well, a little bit of mouth coating, but nothing, nothing, um, nothing overly then, I think is is a food wine. Uh, it's not, I, I, I would want to see this with um, matching again food. Yep, rather a than plain only packet of Smith's crinkle cut chips. <laughs> if you say so, Angus, um, well, once again, it's like when you do these food pairings, like it's like you're mixing a bottle of wine that's yeah. a budget bottle of wine with a delicious. But high... I didn't even say anything this time. Uh, you know, I didn't get there. But uh, okay. you were, you were. You would have said <laughs> duck, pigeon, magpie, <laughs> sasquatch, or whatever that thing is. Spatchcock. 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 Uh, no, we could go for a lobster. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, we could go for <laughs> we could go for uh, pizza. Why not pizza? You see, pizza, pizza is easy. Okay. Pizza is easy, or uh, uh, not bolognese, but the other one, um, carbonara. Carbonara is good. Carbonara. Keep it in the Italian family. Yeah, Italian family. Yeah, this isn't the best representation of uh, Italian wine. We've had some uh, Chianti before, which was quite nice. Mm -hmm. um, yes, this does not make my top three. No, it doesn't. It, I think it would need a little bit more intensity. I think in terms of balance, uh, balance is quite good in the wine, I feel. Uh, the length is quite short. I think intensity of aromas would be a little bit more lifted. Uh, complexity, maybe a few more layers of intensity as well and complexity altogether. Um, but yeah, well, it is what it is. It's um, Vernaccia di San Gimignano. That's my favorite. Um, it is what it is, because it's not much more. Cheers. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And while you and I uh, enjoy this 10-minute episode of Got Some, our Patreon are enjoying the full episode, which is over 20 minutes, where Carlos talks about at length Tuscan wines, red wine versus white wine in Italy, uh, and a longer cut of the grape variety itself. Uh, become a member today, cost seven bucks, and you'll have access to all 40 plus episodes in full length. Plus, you can have access to Carlos asking your questions about wine or answering your questions about wine. And maybe you can even join us in the studio for a recording. Link below in the show notes to become a patron. And we'll see you on the next episode of Got Song.